Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. Here's your hosts, Lisa and Olivia. You can be afraid of anything in life. And if you think about the worst case scenarios, everything is figure outable. If you want to do something, write down all of the things that you're afraid of and then next to it, write out how you can fix that issue. And most of the time, the worst case scenario is not being homeless, living under a bridge, which that is reality for a lot of people. I also think we are all are instilled with passions and dreams and goals that for me, I believe that God wants us to fulfill those no matter how big, no matter how small, you know. I just can't really look at you today. Why? Because the sun's in my eyes. I thought it was because I was so stunning. Um, Yeah, that's what I meant. The sun's in my eyes. That's what usually people say. They're like, I can't even look at you. You're going to wear your tiny sunglasses. Just leave me alone. I'm going to fall asleep and you won't even know. I'm going to leave this all in so our audience can hear the lack of energy. (laughs) You have. Wait, what are you talking about? Hey, guys. This is Lisa. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Uh, my name's Olivia. <sighs> I'm the creator of Olivia Crin, a blog, a podcast, and a free editing resource. And across from me is uh, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Lisa. Hey, guys. Where's the mic? Um, I am Lisa. <laughs> Did you just make a blind joke? <laughs> Of course not. Thank you. Guys, or was I'm that so your kid? Tired. It was your kid who did it. Yeah. You need to have a talking. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. He's grounded. It, it was my alter ego. Um, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I'm a creative. I'm a mom. Um, if you can't tell, I'm very pregnant and I'm so tired. Um, you probably can't tell if you can't see me. Um, and. What else Are do you I usually good say? Or? My gosh, I don't know if I'm good. I'm tired for sure. Lisa is wearing. I'm here. Tiny for it. Tell it. Tiny little. They're not tiny. S- small sun. Small. Small. Some small. Small. <laughs> some small sunglasses, sunglasses. Drinking a cup of They're coffee. Cute. They are cute. I have even ones. smaller ones than this. You they look way those. better on. People have issues with small. They sunglasses. They look better on someone else. Like who? Keep going. What were I, you gonna say? I was actually What's gonna say. Truth? I was actually gonna say they look better on you than me, but oh. I retract my compliment. <laughs> You're so feisty right now. Jeez. Um, I don't look good with tiny sunglasses because I have a basketball head. Um, anyway, so today <laughs> I don't believe that. But Lisa is apparently having toddler. feeling the need to wear her sunglasses while I, we're recording because of the sun. Want me to? Okay, I don't have to look at you. No, you it's fine. You just look you look really right you look really cool. Like too. You. cool for me like if i saw you in school i'd be like oh, she definitely would not be my friend yeah that is so not true this i mean it's so funny because we're what we're talking about today i'm actually going to talk about high school which i did not like high school and um i actually love wearing these sunglasses because i can close my eyes and i don't even know if you notice i can see perfectly um <clears throat> you, our, our episode's about high school that's it's it. Just high school. It's about high so, school. So high school. Ew. Um, and this is the, what? what's the like intercom, the, the morning? Um, I was homeschooled. The intercom was my mom yelling at me to get up. Oh, okay. Um, never mind. Uh, like morning call or something. I guess it's different at every school. Anyways. Um, yeah, which people are probably like kind of intimidated by me, but really I'm just introverted and I don't know what to say. <laughs> Ever, literally. I was actually just telling Olivia, I I was at a a gymnastics little thing for baby bear, not me. Um, No, it was for her. She just doesn't want to admit (laughs) it. Pregnant gymnastics. So you went to gymnastics and bear watched? (laughs) I'm like, yes, me with my basketball (coughs) belly. You have a basketball head. I have a basketball belly. That's so sweet. At least you're going to get rid of yours, though. Yeah. Well, you don't actually have a basketball head, so it's not an issue at all. Uh Um, and I was telling Olivia how, um, everyone there knew each other and I don't feel left out, but I feel like I should talk to people. I do really well on my own. Um, quite honestly, it's when it's like 
not acceptable to not talk or like be to yourself because you just look very standoffish and lonely and so I like try to get out of my shell but it takes so much work anyways this one mom was like being so sweet and was trying to talk to me and all she did but I I could tell because she was close to my age our sons are really close in age and she's like a really cute like yoga looking mom and so I was like kind of also intimidated by her because she was adorable and um doesn't look like me a whale and so I was um just hanging out with bear and she was like oh how old's your little one and I'm like one and a half Okay. <laughs> literally that's it and it was so awkward because I'm like what do I say what do I do what's what's the next what's and I and was like, like oh did God. you ask her yeah, how old that, her son that's <laughs> all literally like five minutes later I'm still thinking about it I'm like oh my gosh I could have just asked how old her son is and that could have carried on the conversation like I'm seriously so not good that's actually it's so interesting too because before I knew you I would never think that ever yeah because people just think I'm standoffish standoffish or like you are good alone like you were saying oh like oh you don't really need anybody which I think I really don't which I mean I would prefer to be alone most of the time there's only a couple people I'm good with seeing all the time other than that I'm like I don't really want to talk to you that much my mom you because you're sitting here but that's not really the truth and I'm just kidding Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know me pretty well just kidding (laughs) um well, some yeah. some people just take a lot more work, and I don't have that much energy. Yeah, I think I don't that's have what it is for people. And it's nice to be around people that I can like work around because I like need that. Exactly. So I can be like like that with you or with Tay because we're working the whole time. So I feel like I'm being productive. Not like hanging out with friends has to be productive, but like maybe once a month I'll take like an actual friend day and not like be working. Hmm, I have yet to see one of those. With me? Yeah. We have had times where we watch Housewives, and you're working. But not really. Not as much as I uh, really yeah, that's do. True. Like my that's computer's kind of sitting there and I'm tinkering around well, and, you're, and I'm like, oh, I didn't really get anything done. It's just there to make myself feel good. Even the intent is to work. That's the only thing. You need, you need to intentionally like take time to intentionally not work. <clears throat> I do that on Sundays sometimes with Arturo. Sometimes. Yeah. I saw this. So I saw this thing on Dear Media. It was on their podcast page and I like love them. They have the best podcast and I really liked it. It said from now on, try to schedule your month with these one lunch date with a friend, 24 hours, no social media, one day outdoors. No, thank you. Uh, one night out with friends. OK, no. One date night, even with just yourself. One breakfast meet up with friends, one movie night, one day serving others and one day completely to yourself. I like that. And I like that. But then I realize I'm like one, two, three, four, five. That's like nine days. I'm like, that's actually like a lot. That's like a lot to not be working. That's like an excessive amount for um, me. Maybe not yeah, like a lunch date. Then, but I mean, like a whole day outdoors. I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, no, that's I have disgusting. things I actually well, that's need the one to that do. We can cross off immediately. Like, I don't want to touch think about dirt. That. Okay, so then it's eight days. And so that means you take an actual weekend. That's what it means. And so when it comes down to it, like I listen to a lot of entrepreneur podcasts and um, not because I'm necessarily an entrepreneur, kind of, but because of the church and a lot of them talk about how important it is to take a day off, like an intentional day off. Yeah, but like I take a day off like on Sundays with Arturo. Sometimes. Sometimes, not every time, but sometimes we have deadlines. It's like non-negotiable. But then do you take another day off during the week? No, but I can't. See, that's an excuse that you're making yourself. That's not true. Well, some okay. Sometimes it's not an excuse because sometimes, like because I'm not only doing this stuff, but I'm running like four social media accounts. It's so an if, excuse. Yeah, okay, but other people are counting on me. You're it counting me the matter. podcast. I'm doing stuff you, with Tay. You make your own schedule, and you your yeah. mental health and your physical health are so important and so taking that time off is it's kind of scary important. getting this from you with sunglasses <laughs> it's like a really i in, hope that you take me more like seriously really i'm like See, okay this is, i'll do it this is when i get into mommy mode when we start <clears throat> talking about like personal time and taking time off because that's when me and zav started going south that's when my depression got really bad mm-hmm. this is when our relationship got really bad like bad 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 and 
it was because Zav was working 90 hour weeks Mm. and we weren't taking any time to truly like have with each other. And the best advice that we've gotten from absolutely anyone, CEOs, entrepreneurs, a lot of like people who have started churches, church planners is, yeah, you can make your own schedule, but the biggest most important thing isn't necessarily what you do in the week but the time that you take off from your week yeah well okay if it helps i have an excessively long morning routine that's non-negotiable that that's that doesn't no oh i think it totally does i think it helps because i always make time for like my physical it helps physical health it's true it helps yeah and it's longer than most it's only like 30 minutes sometimes i take like two hours in the morning and that's a long time I feel like that adds. Everyone I know does not take that long. Most opportunities are like, oh, 20 or 30 minutes or whatever. Yeah. But I still think it's so important. It totally is. I'm not disagreeing with you. Um, Last week, I had a girls night with a friend. Girls night. Did you take a day off? No. But here's the thing. Let me just say something, though. Let me just. Okay. I feel like I need to say something, though. (laughs) Um, Taking a day to myself, ideally is maybe watching my favorite show and working on editing. It, I like it to do that. It doesn't mean taking a day to yourself. It's a day off, a day off from work. And so it's taking your brain away from anything work-related or even taking a day off of social media and being with your spouse or being with yourself or hanging out with your friend and not doing anything work-related. Yeah. Because, like, I'm the same. I love to just, like hang out, watch TV, and I'm also working on something, but it doesn't mean I'm actually taking time off. Mm-hmm. Your brain is constantly running. And so I feel if like we it'd be wanna, running more if, we, if I was taking time off, though. I'd be so stressed. But that's the thing. That's where you have to truly rest. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to get biblical here. Sabbath day. What did what did God do after making the earth for six days? He worked on more desi- human designs. <laughs> No, he, he didn't. Worked he worked on more animal graphics. God <laughs> didn't say, oh, I have so many things to do, which he probably did have so many more things to do. <laughs> he still took a day off and he like made the world in the galaxy and space. Yeah. So <clears throat> uh, what's your current obsession? <laughs> oh, can talk I don't know later. anymore. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm taking the day off. <laughs> I hope so. Um, my current, I I don't know. It doesn't matter anymore. (laughs) My current obsession is salami. Interesting. (laughs) You? Salami? Salami is like one of my favorite things in the world. I just can't buy it because I can't eat it. Or because I'll eat the whole entire package. Oh. Just alone, like with nothing. Salami's not that bad. It's not the worst. It's just pepperoni or like? No, I don't like pepperoni. Just like actual salami. Just salami. Oh, like the kind that you put on your pizza? Yeah. I remember it's that just when we made really those fatty. And it's like it's the... really fatty, but it's that's why it's oh. so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, salami's good. Maybe that's why I like pepperoni so much. Mm. I mean, those are two different things, but uh, uh, pepperoni is a type of salami. It is. Mm-hmm. I think it comes in a stick. <clears throat> yeah, <a> stick. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and then it's sliced up. Yeah, I, don't, I thought salami and pepperoni were two different things, though. Okay, you keep going. I'm looking this up because now I'm curious. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't have a current obsession. Oh, I just, gosh. I just, I have a question for everyone in the world. Okay, can I Do horses oh, that. sleep on the ground? <coughs> because I was passing by, <laughs> I took a long pause hoping any of you would answer. Lisa saw a mass slaughtering today. <laughs> it seriously looked like it. It looked like the apocalypse and just... I, I passed by your farm and all these horses are sleeping on their side and I've never seen that before. Um, I thought that horses, I guess, slept standing up like Maybe cows they were do. all collectively giving birth. Um, the, well, they weren't moving. <laughs> <laughs> but then there were like a few that were just hanging out and standing there. So I, I came down to the um, theory that it's warm today for a February day. So it's like in the 50s and it's really sunny, clear how it's like beautiful i think that there was sunbathing hmm. i hate this weather so i don't know oh, i think it's it's getting closer to what i want it to be death summer sweat <laughs> destruction fire sadness 
Um, the difference between salami and pepperoni is that salami is a cured sausage, fermented, and air-dried meat. And mm. pepperoni... Oh, wait. Oh, is that the salami is a cured sausage. Pepperoni is an American variety of salami, so you're right. Usually made from cured pork and beef mixed together. So I think it's just cured differently. I don't know what it is, though, because I don't it's like the taste of pepperoni at all. type of salami. Huh. So Interesting. Like, it's, it's not I've like never heard just that one before. salami. You learn something new every day. I think we could end this podcast. Yeah, honestly, um, I mean, I gave you my my Your uh, teaching of the day, and then I... It, Thank you. You're welcome. Is it free today, or do I have to pay for it? Um, I'll think about it. Okay, well, you cool. made me lunch. That's good enough. Uh, should we go into the... <laughs> Should we go into the silver lining of the week? Uh, sure. Okay, don't sound too excited about that one. <laughs> um, okay, so would you like to go or would you like me to go? You can go. Okay, you can take a little nap in the sun. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to shut that shade if you don't wake up a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so this week... We are preparing for Velvet and Fur launch and we, well, in eight days, but last week we sent out, um, you you okay over there? Um, (laughs) Last week we packaged up over 85 pairs of earrings and that was insane. And it was a lot of hard work. We were up to like two in the morning for multiple nights and we got them all sent out and the only mistake that happened was that we sent two of the same packages to one person but they randomly got two different pairs of earrings so they have four different pairs of earrings so good for them it was a happy accident um but anyway my silver lining is that we're launching really soon and the big things are getting done I still have to finish the website but anyway that's it Hmm. so it was just like a lot of hard work but yeah, just a lot of tedious work like her because Mm -hmm. she works 40 to 50 hours a week. So when she gets home and she opens, um, because she works at a coffee shop. So it's a lot of trying to plan stuff around her schedule and mine and being like, well, if she has a day off, I need to make sure that's my time to do Mm -hmm. it too because we can only, like we get what we can, you know? So then when she's making stuff, it's late at night. So then I need to go over there late at night and like we need to bust stuff out. Um, and I'm learning to like assemble all of them and I have to do all that stuff. So yeah, it's just learning new things and I, I really like learning how to do new things. So yeah, hmm. that's all. Want me to teach you gymnastics? Um, yeah. Okay. No. Just give me a few months. Okay, cool. I'll have Bear teach me. Oh, cute. I miss him already. I was gone for the weekend, so coming back home, I've just been cuddling him like crazy. <coughs> What's your silver lining? Um, it hasn't changed. I can't work out. I guess that's kind of a new thing, but yeah. Um, yeah, my doctor said I can't work out anymore because, you know, my pelvis is wonky. So I saw an osteopath and that was good. It was actually really helpful. It sucks that literally everything I need to be worked on is in very private regions like my pubic bone and under my butt and under my boob quote-unquote massage yesterday ew it was not a massage (laughs) ew a massage parlor and you know it is really funny in the back room because um it, it was it was sweet he's been doing it for 30 years so that makes it all the better but he was like hey I'll just like warn you ahead of time he said this much more professional than that <laughs> uh, just I'm as a gropia <laughs> um, he described what he was going to do which included having to put his hands in between my legs but like hold his hand underneath my my tailbone which is like very far down close to my butt. Um, But the relief I got from it, I'm actually shocked because I saw an osteopath when I was with Bear and it was not doing anything. It felt so pointless. But anyways, my silver lining is that although I can't work out, I've been taking Bear to gymnastics, which has been the absolute cutest thing ever. It's been really fun. So cute. Want some, you lose some. And Olivia called me skinny today, and she literally looked not pregnant. That made me happy. No, like actually, just in general, I think it's because you haven't been wearing tight clothing, and so when you wear tight clothing, I don't really see your actual figure. Um, And you actually have a really good figure. And even though you're pregnant, 
you Thank did you. not look not that looking pregnant is bad just for a second you didn't look mm, pregnant and i was like well, no i'm not <laughs> you're so dumb you have a good figure uh, shut up i know okay do you want a lecture from me you think you gave me one i'll give you one no i've i've gotten enough from this weekend you got lectures well, everyone was like complimenting me, which is just so hard to take when they mean I'm it. in a wedding and it's like this beautiful but kind of tight dress and you look great. You're being compared. Well, I'm comparing myself yeah. to girls who are not pregnant. No one was. No one's comparing. You look beautiful. I saw the photos oh, and I, I zoomed in and I was like, ooh la la. Ew, don't zoom I, in. Ooh, ideos me. I'm going to zoom into your photos okay okay please do oh okay put it up on the wall and kiss it like a poster and that's free of charge done and done perfect that would be funny get posters of us in our future studio just up on the wall oh, kind of like just in- our cats i don't have a cat me okay Minnie is still your cat okay forever fine. and ever until i get in it well there shall always be but i do want to get a new kitty I want you to, too. I'm just going to take that one I see in my walk every day. Because she loves me. Don't do that. She doesn't have a collar. If something doesn't have a collar, it's fair game. Even kids. Both my cats don't have (laughs) collars. I'm just joking. (laughs) All kids. (laughs) People, too. Anything. Food. It doesn't matter. No collar. Food. I'm down for that one. So Um, what are we talking about today? So today, we are talking about uh, that... Okay. If you're listening to this and you have ever done anything because of somebody else's opinion or not done anything because of someone else's opinion, have you gone to a specific school because your parents wanted you to? What are you doing right now? Oh, I'm injecting Botox into my face. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Um, Have you changed the way you looked because somebody told you to or you thought you needed to look like them? Have you not chosen the career path you wanted to because you think people would judge you? Then this is the episode for you because today we're talking about why you shouldn't give a crap about what people think of you. Dun, 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 dun. That was that was it. That's the main thing I wanted to do this whole podcast. Okay, nothing to say over there. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I've really got to carry this podcast today. Whew, I'm sweating. Um, hey, I did so good. I perked up. Good job. You want like a gold star? I really need to get a roll of those. I, I would love for you to start out because okay. we had such different experiences because everything that I have is rooted in being in school. Mm-hmm. Um, like in high school? Yeah, being okay. in high school specifically. Mm-hmm. And then also like church groups, which maybe you had experience. Oh, yeah. As I mean, far as like church, church group things. was like my main school because mm-hmm. that was like the only time I was around people. Um, I don't know. I was just thinking about this and maybe it's because of the industry I'm in or starting businesses with people. But just realizing the amount of people that don't do what they want to do with their life because they are afraid of failing or they're afraid of what their parents will say or what they'll think other people will think of them um and i'm honestly just tired of it i think it's it's an excuse and this is your one life and people need to do whatever they want to do with their life because they're gonna die well we all like to be comfortable yeah and that needs to stop why what's bad with comfort this is coming from someone who nothing's bad with comfort. <laughs> nothing's bad with comfort. I love comfort, but life also happens outside of your comfort zone. I think there's a difference between being comfortable and living in a in a like a circle you don't want to step out of because what would happen mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. and because obviously out of like fear out of fear right. that's what it is living life by fear and I hear this a lot from so many people. It's like the well, I'm a fear based person. And so that's why I can't do this, this, and this. And it's like, that's actually great self-awareness. I'm glad Mm -hmm. you know that. But that has nothing to do with the conversation because you can be afraid of anything in life. And if you think about the worst case scenarios, everything is figure outable. If you want to do something, write down all of the things that you're afraid of and then next to it, write out how you can fix that issue. And most of the time, the worst case scenario is not being homeless, living under a bridge which that is reality for a lot of people. And most of the time things can just be fixed. And it's just this mentality of just fear and maybe, I don't know, just not wanting it. No, they do want it. I think it's just fear. I think that there is a part of it of like not wanting it that 
much. Like it's an excuse they can use because they don't really want it that bad. Anything about that? Wait, what's an excuse? Like um, saying that they're afraid. Like like oh. somebody who would want to start a business and they would or go, like, I'm so yeah. afraid. Yeah, yeah, I can see you know that. You know what I'm totally. saying? Because for a lot of people, like if you, I always tell, I was talking to someone the other day, I hadn't seen them in a long time and I worked with them at Red Robin and he was like, what are you doing now? You know, and it obviously sounds way cooler than it actually is. And I'm like, oh, you know, just doing a podcast and blogging and all this stuff. And he goes, wait, really? Whoa. And I was like, I mean, what do you want to do? And he was like, I, I don't know. And I'm like, well, that's okay. Well, what would you do every day? Like if you would never get tired of it? And he goes, I don't know. And I feel like within two minutes of talking to somebody, I'm like, I'm going to step out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was like a really interesting thing because getting that, that thought process going, like what would I do every single day and not get tired of it? Because if you find that thing, nothing will stop you. Like mm. nothing. I don't care. Fear, financial burdens, stress, people making fun of you. None of it will stop you if you find that one thing you're passionate about, you mm. know? And I think we all need that. We're all made to do that. Even if that's being a mom or getting married or building a house, like all of those things. I, you know. so I hear that. I also think that there is the <clears throat> flip side of even though you can be really passionate about something, if you don't have the drive or the, um, like the boost or people helping you or around you, or I feel like you can also easily put yourself down. And so yeah, totally. it, it takes like such a special personality to really get through all of that, which mm -hmm. I think you definitely have. And me being more so on the flip side of mm -hmm. a more security based. Right. I'm okay with like living not of like not a certain life, even though it means like not following my absolute dreams because it right. doesn't mean that much. Well, and see, and then that's what you want. So you're doing it. You know what I mean? So that's good. Yeah. I just mean like whatever somebody wants in life, they need to do that no matter what mm -hmm. it is. Not, I'm not saying everyone wants to have a Fortune 500 company and be, you right. know, if you, that's what you want, great. But I even know people who didn't go, didn't study what they wanted to in college or go to college because their parents wanted this certain life for them or oh, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. And it's like... Um, I don't know. I, I think it's listening a lot to like Gary Vee and stuff and realizing it, the odds of becoming a human are one trillion or one trillion to one. And it's like when you think break that down and then think about how we take life for granted, none of us would live so complacent if we understood like this, like the levity mm -hmm. of being alive. That's really good. I don't know. That's so true. <clears throat> Life is hard and doing all of these things are hard, even if whatever it is that you're doing is, you know, can be really difficult. But some people don't even have the options, especially people in other countries and stuff. Like, we are very lucky. And I think that's that's where sometimes I have the hard time of like, okay, I understand like someone. But yeah, I guess it, it just means like their passions are different because like my parents coming to this country, they, I guess they were super passionate and so that's why they left and it meant like having <coughs> have died for it yeah because that's what they wanted right. to do they wanted to come I here. guess they're greatest yeah you have a good point mm -hmm. yeah that's very true yeah and you can't let fear get in the way of that mm -mm. yeah when I put put it because for me I think I have a hard understanding because I've never been like so crazy passionate like not even about like having kids like never mm -hmm. been so crazy passionate about anything but I also put in my brain this pessimistic attitude of like well if it doesn't happen it's okay and so that I think can put me in a place of complacency very easily and I have to mm -hmm. like push through those things totally and I mean we all have that stuff I'm not even saying like I'm sitting here being like yeah I have it all together because there is like times that it is really difficult um but I just think like one thing I always think about is when I'm 80, am I going to look back and regret trying to do all the things I wanted to do? Hmm. It's like, no, would I regret not trying like 100%, you know, and yeah. whether that is going to school or becoming a teacher or whatever these things are, I think a lot of people, they don't want to fail and they don't want to have to deal with that 
that failure inside of them because it can really get you down. It can make you feel like you're failing as a Mm -hmm. human, but obviously our worth, you know, doesn't depend on the things we accomplish in this life. But I also think we are all are instilled with passions and dreams and goals that for me, I believe that God wants us to fulfill those no matter how big, no matter how small, you know? Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with, with caring about what other people think and being afraid of opinions or ideas or thoughts or disappointing people. I have been in that boat, disappointing people. And it's hard, but you just have to stick to your guns and say, I know this is right. So I'm going to keep doing it. You know, that's true. So for you, what, what were the things that you were having to go through? Like who were the people that you didn't want to that you didn't want to be judged by and like what were the things that you wanted to pursue that you didn't end up pursuing or that you did end up pursuing yeah I there was nothing I didn't do um um I've I've been hard-headed ever since I was really little I think um I haven't really been affected a lot by peer pressure or things that people want for me um which can be a good thing and a bad thing, I think. Um, but yeah, I actually, I don't even know how to answer that question. I, um, I've never had the mentality of pleasing people, I guess. How do you do that? (laughs) Um, and I don't want it to sound like I'm making it seem like I have it all together because that's like not it at all. Um, so do you feel like you do, you don't do anything based off of judgment or like even the way that you look or the things that you like have you ever like you've just never been influenced by other people for instance like trends let's Mm -hmm. like put it like super like yeah basic basic Mm -hmm. are you influenced by trends you think um I was one time when I went to school (laughs) I love that (laughs) well I I really changed I always kind of dressed super girly and feminine and then I went to school and everyone was a hipster so I cut my hair got a nose ring got a tattoo college. all of that college, <clears throat> college sorry college I'm like to wait, me wait. school because that's the only school <laughs> I went to um I turned into a little hipster um because that's what everybody was doing and then I just realized we it will wasn't post me. photos <laughs> yeah hey I was if a hot commodity okay um and then I came home and I saw a picture of Emma Stone and that's when I decided to start blogging because I loved her street style and I got rid of everything I owned like in one day yeah I was like oh this isn't me at all and then I just like changed everything you know what I'm curious about I wonder if because you you didn't go to public school and you didn't have like a massive group of people who were the same age as you like easily readily there to judge you that you were able to like build yourself up into this person of like I don't care yeah so, like you know. get to maybe. college maybe and you're like okay who am I to care what you think mm-hmm. yeah it could be I mean my my sister is really opposite than me and she was homeschooled too yeah. um it, so it must just be personality it, it must when be. it really comes down to it yeah Um, I mean, there are for sure times that I do care about what people think I look like. So that is one big thing. Um, In what way? But I, that I just want people to think I'm pretty. Mm. If that's just the baseline of it, Mm -hmm. which is really like of the flesh, for lack of a better phrase. Um, And that's not a good mentality to have because I I should want people to like me for my personality, not for how I look. Um, But that's just, I think, also a girl thing. And that's just hard. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I'm like the opposite. Oh, really? Yeah. But I think it's because, um, well, I think that I'm really bothered by people who, because I grew up going to public school, maybe, um, or even in the church culture that I grew up in, it's like, oh, you're pretty. Oh, you're pretty. Let's be friends. And I really, really hate that. I hate Mm -hmm. people who... um, I don't hate people, um, but I, I really do not. I I don't trust people who are friends with other people just because they look like them or they're pretty or they're stylish. That always put a really bad taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And 
I think I've always had really gorgeous friends, but it never came down to, oh, she's pretty or she's cute or she has this or she has that. Mm-hmm. Um, it always came down to personality traits. And so I think that I myself always feeling like I was maybe judged because of the way that I looked, uh, whether good or not, like, oh, she's pretty. Um, I would remember like the mean girls kind of trying to pursue relationships with me and I just wouldn't put up with their crap and they wouldn't like me because I wouldn't be one of their minions. Mm. And so I think that I just grew up really wanting to show like my personality and that I am so much more than whatever I look like. Mm -hmm. And so I think that put something in my brain to even try even more not to care about how I look and not dressing trendy or um, when I noticed that people were dressing a certain way, I would really not want to like it or do it because I didn't want anyone liking me for the same things that they were doing Mm -hmm. if that made any sense no that does make sense yeah because I guess once I got into social media I did change a little bit like just starting to realize like how pretty somebody can actually be Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like how a lot of it has to do with money and like their clothing and just feeling like oh I'm not good enough to do this because I don't have all this money to get all of these you know items they're linking that are 10 grand for a jacket and like how do you compete with those things yeah um so my understanding of that stuff has really changed um and it is it is really difficult to be constantly comparing but I would say in the last couple years I finally got to a spot where I'm like oh I guess I'm just not gonna scroll or look and I'm just gonna post what I want and I'm gonna wear what I want and I'm gonna buy what I want because I like it you know um but I do I definitely do get what you're saying too because then there are times when people will compliment me and it's so nice and then I'm like but could you compliment my work because Mm -hmm. I'd like that a little Mm -hmm. bit more you know um but yeah so for you what was it like for you growing up like you were saying in high school is that kind of what you were talking about just now yeah um I here's the thing in high school I definitely had friends I had a friend group um and I was really close with all the all of them except for maybe one and um I they they all like had this the best personalities ever and they also just so happened to be absolutely gorgeous so that just came on its own honestly (laughs) um they were like the funniest most fun group of girls ever and what I really loved about them is although maybe other people I don't know what other people thought of us Mm -hmm. except for we were a girl group and so people probably hated us just because of that but they never made fun of people they were never like oh that girl is just so ugly or like out of nowhere it was never anything can't believe that people in school do that kind of stuff oh yeah there were there are plenty of other people who i wonder how i would have turned out if i would have went to high school if i would be the same or if i'd be different yeah and it's hard because you're also influenced too and so to what point do you not give in to that or do you stand up for someone else because it's not like we were perfect yeah um so to what point especially in high school or even in college or even out of college do you not give in to the peer pressure or temptations of what other people are doing um and so I had a really hard time trying to find I went to an extremely extremely clicky school like a movie Hmm. um anyone who was new or was visiting our school they would come out of it and say like how do you handle that and I I really tried my best to although I had this really awesome group of girls um I was really involved in leadership and um I ended up like going on ASB and I was the vice president my senior year um because I found a group of people that were (coughs) just cool and it didn't matter a lot of them weren't like cool people um necessarily like by the standards of what high school is but they were really cool personality wise people and so I really found 
um, people who really want to change in the school. And that's what I wanted. I didn't want bowling. Um, I, I There were just a lot of things that I myself stood up for. And I think also like my Christianity took a big place in that. Um, and so that's where like I tried to influence people. Mm-hmm. Um, by like not giving into peer pressures and by standing on my own and also having like other friends rather than just this group. I was really bummed out when I kind of realized I'm in such a clicky school that you can't just go hang out with like the soccer girls or you can't just go hang out with like I not even like they were in a specific clique but they themselves have been friends for a really long time. Like you couldn't go out of your boundaries once you're in. What would happen if you did? Like they would be like, what are you doing? You oh, <laughs> like, okay. what are you doing here? Yeah. Um, and like, how would you even approach them? It's like that clicky. Like they're mm-hmm. just always around each other. They're always eating lunch together. And so yeah. um, I really didn't know how to like go outside of my boundaries in that way. I ate lunch alone a lot of times I would like go in my car and like pretend like I'm going out to eat but really I'm just eating like in the neighborhood or something like that Mm. um but also because I do fine alone but I didn't want to be alone in front of everyone Mm -hmm. if that makes sense because I feel like that's what could have been embarrassing Mm -hmm. so I tried to just be myself and I dressed the way that I wanted to and I I cared what people thought, but also didn't. Not, so I don't not really enough know. to win. Because I think that's the thing. It's like, I think we all care a little. Oh, so it's totally. like, I care a little, but never enough to influence like what I'm doing. Yeah. That makes sense. And so I would say <laughs> then when it comes to uh, my Romanian church more specifically and the influence that had the Romanian church... Um, very good intentions, but not not f- fulfilled very well, mm. if I can put it that way. Um, because you go to church and you're supposed to dress your best, like for the Lord. Um, but really people would just take it too far and it's all about your car and your house and you work to make money and to show people what you have. Um, and this is not every single church. I am just speaking specifically about mine and not absolutely everyone. Um, there are people who had really good intentions. Um, and so when it came down to making friends and that, that was, I think, where I was most conflicted because I tried to just be myself and be who I was and not care. But it was really hard when I'm surrounded by a group of girls who love makeup and I felt like I needed to wear makeup then to look a certain way or my body needed to look a certain way in order to be around these girls. And so um, there was even like this one girl who specifically tried to like tell me that I needed to wear makeup Mm -hmm. by like maybe being friendly didn't really seem like it like by putting eyebrows on me or like trying to tell me like why don't you like try to wear this or do this and I'm like I don't care Mm -hmm. why can't you just let me be who I am like I don't care that you wear makeup right it's fine you're gorgeous I can I like be not cute (laughs) without my makeup (laughs) just leave me alone yeah Hmm. So that that was mine. It was it was me wanting to always be myself, but always being conflicted and feeling pressured to not. That's so interesting. Yeah, yeah, because I kind of had the opposite. All of the girls that I was close with, like my girls group in call or in um, youth group, none of them wore makeup, and none of them really wore like the same like type of clothing that I did. And so they would all want me to not wear those things. And I'm like, oh, okay, weird. but I just like to do that. And I've always stayed very the same with all of it. And they've stayed very the same with, you know, who they are. Um, but yeah. I well, know. I think when it came to my high school friends, because <clears throat> I went, well, I think when it came down to my high school friends, they all were, they dressed really chill and they were just like really chill girls. Mm-hmm. 
And so for me coming into that, I, I dressed up. I, that's who I am. I love dressing up. That's when I, that's when Instagram started and I got super into Instagram. I love taking pictures and they would all be really annoyed to take photos of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, this is what I now love. You have me. <laughs> like, I love doing that. Like, I think it's fun. I love showing off my style. And so I'm still really good friends with all of those girls. And now they dress up all the time. And uh, we all like have really like similar desires in that way now with fashion and like dressing cute and even like taking photos of each other. But before when it was just starting, it probably looked very like I'm into myself mm-hmm. and that's why I want to take photos when really like I love dressing up like I I would have loved to get into the blogging world. But that's when I did care because other people were judging me for taking photos yeah. and for dressing the way that I did. Mm hmm. Even mm-hmm. though they were complimenting me, they were also yeah. talking behind my back. That's so weird. Just girls, man. I why know. are girls like That's that? That's why I had a lot of guy friends. Yeah, me too. And a lot. lot of guy friends. In college, I was nicknamed Brolivia, and they gave me a man card. I still have it. <laughs> That's hilarious. I know. Oh, I keep, keep it in that. my car. I do. I keep it in my car just in case of an emergency. <laughs> like, I'm like, listen, I have an official man card here so I can talk. <laughs> I love that. Um, or like, hey, you're being a little too girly right now. Here's like, your man card. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think I kind of want to <clears throat> bridge into... Um, understanding that sometimes you're going to lose people in your life if you stand up for what you believe in. And I went through a period of that for when I came out of college, which was like such a weird time. I'm like, doesn't this happen before college? Um, but I lost three (laughs) and you're like, no, no. Um, I lost like three of my like absolute best friends. Um, just because they wanted to do other things that I wasn't doing. And that was really difficult for me because, I mean, I definitely learned from it and I know that I could have handled some situations better for sure. Um, but in hindsight, it is just interesting to to be like, I wasn't judging you, I just wasn't doing it with you. And then it was like, oh, but if you're not doing it with me, I don't want you in my life at all. Yeah. And that was like probably one of the worst times in my life. And it was mostly too, because I think, you know, my parents were going through a divorce and there was like so many things that were with it, but it just started to feel like, are my convictions too much? Mm. Am I, should I be influenced a little bit more? Should I not succumb to peer pressure, but should I do more things Mm. than I actually do? Um, But then later just realizing like, you know what, if, I have somebody in my life that doesn't like what I'm doing and they don't support what I'm doing. They're not a friend. And I think that goes for anything. Like if, if somebody, you know, for the people that are listening, don't like something you're doing and you know that it's right, they're not good for you and they shouldn't be in your life. And that's okay. Like losing friendships is okay. Even though it honestly sucks like a lot. I think that losing friendships just shows that you are changing and that not all friendships are supposed to last forever, unfortunately. Well, it's ones that I least expected, that I would never, like, bet my life Hmm. that person would never do that. And that's what's so weird. It's it's really... so, And I'm coming out out at this at both (coughs) angles because I also have a lot of convictions and there are things that some of my friends don't believe they're not like not on the same page as me and it's to the point where do we actually like sit down and talk about it or Mm -hmm. is it just something that is unspoken that we're okay with because I ended up having an instance where um my friends were drinking and I mean I was still having drinks like mm-hmm. throughout the day but I wasn't getting drunk because I don't believe in getting drunk mm-hmm. um that's something that I have in the past easily succumbed to peer pressure into and something that I like looked forward to doing and so I had to actually stop being friends with a girl because she would peer pressure me into it and just being around her was really toxic Mm -hmm. um to the point where she wasn't being supportive of me and I couldn't support her and her decisions um because it was like far beyond that as well and so it's hard because when I I had this instance with my friends I told them I'm like I 
I'm not judging you for getting drunk. That is absolutely your decision. The fly literally flies In into my face. Your and it eyes. Has you went cross. No courtesy. Um, Rude. Kill it. It's drunk. <laughs> um, and so I, I had to tell them, I'm like, I just need you to be okay with me not getting drunk. It's okay if you are. But that's not something that I'm down with. That's not something yeah. I'm okay with. And it's not that I'm like completely not drinking at all. I'm still trying to have a good time with you. I'm also just like so low key and such a calm person in mm-hmm. general. I think that they were not wanting me to be drunk, but like like look like I was having fun. And maybe I sure. didn't look like I was having fun. Because people, which is my yeah. bad. Like I don't want people to think I'm not having a good time. And I, and me and my friend are really similar in this way. Like we are so people pleasing and we want our fun friends to have fun and that we're all having a good time. But yeah, we ended up having a really good discussion about it the next day. And we just realized our expectations for that trip were so opposite and that we didn't come into it like speaking clearly into that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it's hard though because then there's other friendships where it's like are we friends because we want to be friends or like we've just put so much time into it that Mm. we stay friends and so I've luckily learned that I don't need to be friends with people just because of the time I put into it and so I have dropped friends Mm -hmm. and it's hard and it's sucky but I think it that is. it's something you have to do sometimes. Yeah, I agree. Well, it's like we talked about in that in the Valentine's Day episode. I, that's like, exactly what relationships. I was yeah, yeah, it sounds so similar. Um, they they say friendships in, are relationships. Absolutely. It it you don't want it to mm-hmm. because you're putting so much work into yeah. it, and you think it should be easier, but it's not. I've been hurt more by a girl in my life than ever by a boy, and that's just because, and that was just a personal thing for me because I. I never thought somebody would break my trust like that. Mm. And that's just that. And, you know, I learned from it and I, I hope she did too. But I also think it's one of those things like, and what we say in like, what we say, ew, oh, I'm going to barf, that was gross. What they say in business is, um, <laughs> what we say in business <laughs> so <over> nasty, <laughs> um, is, you know, attract and repel. And I say it a lot on here, but like attracting your ideal audience and mm-hmm. repelling those who, you know, aren't your ideal audience. And I think that same, that goes for friendships, like attract who you want to be around, who makes you feel fulfilled and fueled and repel those who don't. And that's okay. It's okay to throw the fish back if the fish isn't wanting to be there, Yeah, you know, and you don't want to force friendships. And, um, I think that happens. I think that happens a lot and it's really sad. I'm just like thinking now about how sad it is, but it is, it's, I think it's important as growing up and like going in different going on different paths you know totally yeah I'm really proud of my friend because she um this like goes really well into that she was friends with a group of people for a really long time and um they noticed that she was changing but really she was just realizing who she really was and they didn't like that and they didn't know how to accept her in that And she just stood up for herself in that and unfortunately came down to them not being friends anymore and who knows what their side of the story is, but um, that made me so proud of her and appreciate like all that she was doing, like all the work that she was putting into like, who am I? Because she felt like she was being formed into this certain person I think in the same way that like the Romanian culture had formed me into thinking I have to care about the car that I have I have to care about um gosh literally anything the type of shoes that I'm wearing and it all it all comes down to the influences that are around you and so that's why I left Portland I could not stand anything that was related to Portland anymore because I felt like anyone I was around not specific well it was specific people but it wasn't necessarily even my own friends it was just the cultures that I had been around I really needed to get out of those cultures and figure out who I myself was Mm -hmm. so I think going away for college is really good a lot of times too or just like moving away from your environment for a while yeah I agree with that um but it made me really proud of my friend because she was finally becoming 
it was like a like morphing into her butterfly like mm. who she and it's funny because when i think of her i think of butterflies like that's mm. her emoji um and so i was like really proud that she was sticking up for herself because these were her really good friends mm-hmm. and that had to have been such a hard decision and i mean i too was noticing that she was changing but it it you have to like learn whether it's worth like are you changing into someone where she wasn't making decisions that were bad decisions? She was just changing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the things that she likes are a little different maybe, or the things that she does are a little different or whatever it may be. And so I feel like it's really sad when people can't appreciate that about others. Mm-hmm. And so it's in the same way that you have to decide when you marry someone, you're going to be marrying different people over the years. That's mm-hmm. what we talked about in our Valentine's Day episode. Um, I think that's the same exact thing in friendship. Like, you don't know who they're going to become. So you yeah. have to make a decision, like, do you stick with that or not? And you don't have to. Mm-hmm. You just have to communicate that and voice that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's really important to... Um, I think because when you were saying that it reminded me of like when I left college and I came home and that's kind of when I lost pretty much like every single person in my life and Arturo and I hadn't started dating yet and I really had nobody and I hit a point of rock bottom to where I felt like I wasn't important to anybody or anything but I needed to be in that spot so that God could mold me into what he needed me to be. And I it, I always I always say even I don't know if it's right, but like having a healthy chip on your shoulder I think is important. Recognizing it, not letting it control you, but going through those times really showed me um like I guess what I'm made of, like what mm-hmm. I can do. And I think that that's like what you were saying with your friend, like when you take that final stand against people that you love, and you say, like, I'm about to end this whole thing. I mean, that's like life changing mm-hmm. and that's really difficult, but it also makes you who you are. Um, but you also genuinely have to not care anymore about what people think of you. And that that is still really hard. I mean, it's been years since I've lost um, a couple of really good friends and I still think about them daily sometimes. Um, and that can be really hard. But you have to know that the decision you made was right too. yeah, and stick to it. Well, and it's even harder when it's not the decision that you yourself made either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think as well, being okay with being a disappointment and understanding that disappointing people isn't bad because you are going to disappoint people. Like everyone is going to disappoint somebody in their life. Yeah, you disappoint me all the time. Perfect. Okay, I'm going to look the other direction <laughs> to my other co-host. That's no, invisible never. here over there. Never, um, never, 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 never. <laughs> I hate making those jokes and it's like, I don't want you to actually think that I no. ever think that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fine. No, never. I'm fine. Uh, I'm go to the bathroom really quick. Um, but I think for a while, especially when I was in college and just realizing I didn't want to like get married, I didn't want to have kids and like every girl around me, that's all she wanted. And I just felt really like alone, like the black sheep all the time with mm-hmm. everything I wanted to do. And then I started getting into this whole, the whole thing that I'm doing now. And I remember specifically one time I, I saw somebody after a few years and they go, oh, so I see you're doing, you know, I told them I was doing like blogging or whatever. And they go, oh that's really like different than what you were originally wanting to do, like going to school to help people. And I was like, (laughs) yeah. So anyway, you're still really nice. (laughs) So anyway, like I actually got to go. It was really good seeing you. Um, So good seeing you. (laughs) Um, But just having that understanding of like, okay, first of all, I don't give a crap about what you think. I'm still going to sleep at night. Um, But understanding like you are going to disappoint people. Like I'm going to disappoint people in my family that I'm not having kids right now. I'm going to disappoint other people. But being a disappointment is okay because the only person you should care about um, their approval is yourself. And, you know, God and your spouse sometimes your spouse isn't even going to agree with what you're doing oh, yeah and sometimes you have to just be okay with that if you know like what you're doing is right yeah. um amen 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 so, amen amen yeah yeah I think if you can get to a spot of feeling good about what you're doing 
And if you're not right now doing that, writing down what you want and what the obstacles are. I think that's like really huge to do that. that. Yeah. Because then if you write it down, it sounds even more stupid sometimes. Like my parents won't get it. Okay. We'll move on to the next one. You know, Mm -hmm. I whatever, whatever. And there's so many things that you really can move past. You just have to be okay with it, you know? Yeah. And I mean, this is in a different area, but... I had to do that when me and Zav started dating. My parents didn't approve of Zav. Yeah. But I had to take a stand for what I knew was right for my own life. And especially because the things that they were saying weren't valid. Um, And so, you know, that was part of even like the Christian culture thing. well, the remaining Christian culture thing is that my parents were only believing things because the Romanian church was putting these lies into their head um, that like, like, don't marry an American. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they don't say that. Um, but it's like, you know, don't trust what you don't know type of a thing. Like you're going into unknown territory if you're like marrying a Romanian or an American and yeah, that's true. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't. Like, I don't need pure-blooded children, but thank you. Um, it, it, yeah, and it's so funny because out of that, although it was so hard, that was the hardest conversation I'd ever, ever had because I just listened to my parents my whole life. When they said, don't date someone, I dropped them the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, like, although I was very much a black sheep, I mean, I loved Green Day in sixth grade and... Uh, wore like a ton of eyeliner and then um, anyways my dad threw away all my makeup and I had to change my life long story short um, I want to see those <laughs> that's pictures its own thing I was very much a black sheep though in my family and so I I kind of tried to make my parents happy the rest of my life um, just so that I wouldn't disappoint Um, I tried to make them happy for the rest of my life so that I wouldn't disappoint them Mm -hmm. and in that it was dating like I wanted them to approve of my husband and I did have to take a stand when it came to Zav because I finally met someone who I actually absolutely was positively influenced by uh, where everyone else really sucked, whether my parents knew it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and from then, my parents changed so much. And I think that part of it was because I married someone who was different and it finally opened their eyes that yeah. not everyone with tattoos and piercings is from hell. That's true. Some some, <laughs> some are, for sure. Some are, yeah. <laughs> Just not that. In the same way that the opposite is true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, I think leading into that too, as we end, I think also understanding that there is a difference between, um, letting the opinions of others control you and also taking constructive criticism and learning from other 100%, people. Cause yeah. obviously, you know, we're not sitting out there saying, don't listen to your parents. Like, especially if you're no. young and still live at home, absolutely listen to your parents. Um, but I think it's, it's one of those things like people will love you. And if you know that they're like we say assuming positive intent yeah (laughs) um then you can take that and sometimes you have to just take those things with a grain of salt especially if you're an adult and you're worried about the opinions of others take their advice process it figure it out if that's if you think that that's right for you and if it's not then that is okay you know yep so yeah it really comes down to why is this person doing this are they just jealous of me Mm -hmm. uh do they really care about me is this person even my friend are they a stranger they mm-hmm. don't care if it's a random stranger then they probably don't really care about you and they shouldn't say anything if they're a random stranger uh, yeah if it's like big stuff if it's a compliment <coughs> i'll take it but if it's anything else i won't yeah <laughs> um so yeah you just have to know that the place that the person's coming from like my parents like they had the best intentions they wanted me to be with someone who loved me and like loved God that's what it came down to but they were judgmental and so they couldn't get over that and I knew that and so that's why that's the only time I didn't really listen to them mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah other than that like constructive criticism and listening mm-hmm. to your friends even in times that 
it might sound sucky. Like if your friends are telling you you're drinking too much, you're probably drinking too much. Mm. And I think that there is also a right time and place to be telling your friends all of that stuff too. If your co-host is telling you you work too much on air, you listen (laughs) to that. (laughs) I was thinking that we would cut that out anyways, but we can leave it in if you want to. (laughs) I don't care. I'm good with being told that. Um, That's why I love you. I, uh, I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> I'm taking <laughs> I what I want it. and leaving what I don't. Um, yeah. And I think that that same goes to for, it just reminds me of like Arturo and I's relationship and thinking like how shocking it is, how many people think it's okay to tell us to get married and why it's not okay that we're not getting married and how many actual sit down conversations like guys have had with Arturo telling him he needs to be a real man and he needs to propose to me. And even though you'll say no, <laughs> even though I asked him out everybody I'm gonna obviously propose to him um (laughs) but I just think it's important to be like you know are these good friends coming to me saying hey I'm actually just wondering like why um I want to know and me being like let me hear what you have to say I'd love to hear your opinion but then also being like well that's not right for me in my life and that's okay like if you want to get married I'm so happy for you mm-hmm. but for me that's not what I want and just honestly because you're telling me we should that concerns me that you care like we have friends who literally every time we see them have a serious conversation and and sometimes I look at them and I go it concerns me a lot that you care this much because I'm gonna go home and forget about this but you clearly are thinking a lot about it and yeah. that's a little weird to me um but like you said you never know why people are saying stuff so you need to like decipher those things mm-hmm. so is there anything else? No, I feel like we touched so many more subjects than I was even expecting to. Yeah. So last thing I'll say is don't let anyone dull your sparkle because they wish they shined brighter than you. I I made that up and that's it's my that trademark. Bad. I wrote, do you think you should dull my sparkle because you wish you shined brighter? <laughs> that's what I wrote in the notes. <laughs> So that'll be on a shirt eventually is what I'm oh trying to say. And it will not be a salt and pepper podcast shirt. <laughs> yes, it will. No, it'll be an Olivia Crin shirt. You're like so nervous. I'm actually going to do it. <laughs> Behind my back. You're like, please don't. I'm like, when um, did we start selling these? <laughs> they're our best seller. So, um, okay guys. Well, thank you for listening. Um, please let us know if you like these personal podcasts. Um, like we've said before, we'll be doing a lot more. We of also them. don't care about your opinions. So, um, yeah, your opinions actually don't matter. So don't actually tell us. Um, But I guess your opinions actually do matter in this sense. So let us know what you think and also any topics you want us to talk about. Um, We are going to be doing more personal podcasts because Lisa's leaving me to like go do birth or something like that. So baby out of my body. Uh huh. Out of your body. Woohoo. You want me to go into detail? I can. Sure. No, please don't. I don't want to know. But thank you um, to everyone who's been responding to our last podcast. We've been getting a lot yeah, of so really fun. good p- feedback, which is great since we um, still get, what's it called? V- vulnerability hangovers. Yeah, sometimes. And so we're really glad that when we're open and honest, like our Valentine's Day episode talking about sex, that people mm-hmm. actually took a lot of advice and goodness out of it. Yeah, so definitely. thanks for responding. We appreciate that a lot, everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can dm us on the salt and pepper podcast on instagram um or you can always email us um that email is in the bio and join our facebook group because you should and i think that's everything so it's always better when salt salt and pepper pepper come together see you next Tuesday. thanks for listening tune in every tuesday on the salt and pepper podcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts Be sure to subscribe and please rate and review. Follow us on Instagram at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday.